CBHDD is reminding people that the Georgia Crisis and Access Line can help those worried about opioid and stimulant misuse. The toll-free number is online and is active 24-7. More information at opioidresponse.info. My name is Kalina Bowler, and I work in location management as part of Georgia's film and television industry. On this podcast, we meet the people whose names you see when the credits roll. This is the credits from Georgia Public Broadcasting. year, diehard fans of anime, gaming, comics, and animation assemble in Atlanta for Momocon. More than 35,000 people attended the event in 2018. And each year, Georgia's film and television industry is well represented. One of the featured speakers at this weekend's con is voice actor Bob Carter. Well done, sorcerer. Those refer to that one as blue for convenience. And like Garrett, our new friend might well be able to adopt a human form. Tell them! Shikiro Dori Dojo's here, and it's master! Bob's credits include the video games Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. He's also featured in a host of anime projects like Fairy Tale Dragon Cry, Dragon Ball Z, and Full Metal Alchemist. Bob, good to see you. Not to mention hear you. <laughs> well, thank you very much. It's good to meet you as well. Yes. And it's great to be here. Absolutely. I'm very excited about this and very excited about Momocon. This is a lot of fun this weekend. Your voice is outstanding. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm up here. I'm just gushing. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I could I can listen all day to you just reading the alphabet, maybe. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Was this a natural thing for you, or have you... Had to work at this. Uh, it's a bit of both. Um, my mom was a stickler for enunciation and pronunciation, and I was a spelling bee champion uh, back in the day. Bragging uh, rights. Dressed in elementary represent. <laughs> and, um, uh, you know, I've always been a, 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 a huge fan of theater and drama. And, of course, I also like sports and, and so like broadcasting as well. Um, and it's uh, obviously it's a blend of both genetics. You know, my, my dad had a very powerful voice, but then also training. How in the world, because it's a million dollar question, how did you get your start in voiceover work? Uh, how did I get my start in voiceover? I actually got my start in voiceover in college radio. Uh, way back when, back in the days, uh, Alb Mediate from Georgia State University. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you see my class ring from GSU? Nice. Yes, I'm Alb Mediate for life. I love <laughs> 88.5, which is actually now playing uh, NPR. Um, <laughs> but I got my start in radio, and I'm actually still in radio, so I still broadcast. So, like most people know me as Carter. I actually broadcast all over the Southeast. Nice. Um, but I also had a TV show here, mm-hmm. Campus Live, all over the state of Georgia. And then I also got involved with um, improv comedy. And so from all the different things that I was involved with, I ended up making friends who were actors and performers, and they ended up getting into anime. And so from those relationships, I would go in and constantly try to be the good guy. And I would try to get cast as a hero in an anime. But guess what? When you have a deep voice, they don't necessarily want you to be the hero. They want you to be the villain because you sound more imposing and more ominous and more terrifying. Mm -hmm. Um, Or uh, be a monster or be a boss or a villain or something like that. And I would constantly go in and audition. 
And so during the course of all those constant auditions, I would always get cast in other roles. And so it wasn't until like my 50-something audition <laughs> that I finally realized, hey, it's good to be the bad guy. Villains have the <laughs> best dialogue. That's, that's actually true. <laughs> yes. 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 I mean, you know, like when you can tell somebody to their face, I will destroy you. I will crush you. Love it. <laughs> you suck. You know, all those you things. You suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? So when right. I can just say that to somebody's face, it's always fun. Right. <laughs> um, I want to ask you, because I'm curious. Mm-hmm. What was it like working on Mortal Kombat? I love Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I mean, I don't play. I'll tell you this. I don't play video games. I am more of that person that like watches. Oh, yeah. And goes, yeah. You know, like yes. that sort of thing. So when my cousins and stuff they used to play Mortal Kombat, that was my <laughs> game. Yeah. I was the biggest Mortal Kombat cheerleader. Of course. Yeah. I loved it. Thank Katana you. is everything. Okay. Yeah. She's everything. <laughs> what was it like even working on a project like that? It was phenomenal. It was absolutely amazing. I mean, it's it's the role of a lifetime. And actually, to be not just one, but two characters in Mortal Kombat 9, I was the voice of Baraka, right? So, you overreach your station, Adenian, right? The, so, like, you know, I've yes. got the blades that come out of the arms and slicing people up and just tearing them up. But also, the final boss, Shao Kahn. So, oh, Shao Kahn. I am Shao Kahn, so... <laughs> Kalina wins flawless victory. <laughs> one of my greatest joys is making people rage quit. I'm not lying. I love it. So when I see people <laughs> posting up on YouTube and they're crying and they're breaking their controllers, that sort of thing, a lot of times I would post up video or I'd post up audio over their video, oh mocking them and laughing as Shao Kahn, which oh again God. is sim- very similar to my voice, right? Right. Oh I make sure God, to keep so it kind of in the same register because I want that lifetime impact. So that way, whenever people hear me, they're going to have that <laughs> visceral, primal reaction to the sound of my voice. Um, but then to be able to have that role... It was huge. I mean, it was honestly, it was it was epic and it was incredible. How did that even happen? Some of my anime guys that I was friends with went out to California and then they were successful and then they had an opportunity to become casting directors. And they also knew of my range and ability. So they Mm -hmm. made introductions for me to other casting directors. And so I was very fortunate to get the opportunity to audition for the role. And then I competed and I got it. And I actually recorded that here in Atlanta booked it, and then flew out to California and then recorded it. Given that I have my career in the film and television side of things. Yes, yes. You know, you know, at least on my end, that the gaming world is right there on the periphery. Like, I can Mm -hmm. literally reach out and touch somebody who's in this world. Yes. But I never really stopped to think about how huge it's become. Absolutely. Um, I mean... It's outstanding. It sounds like it's cr- whole competitions. Yes, entire competitions. So the stuff that we see, like on the, on those uh, ESPN type channels, yes. yeah. they do that here. They're doing that here. As a matter of fact, you've got colleges and universities now, uh, especially competitive colleges mm. and universities. Let me tell you, there's a serious rivalry right now between Kennesaw State and Georgia State. Shut up. I'm not kidding. It's <laughs> it is serious. It's like as big as Georgia and Alabama in SEC what? football. But there's, really? I mean, it's a serious rivalry. Yeah, KSU and GSU. Serious things are happening between those two teams uh, as far as various esports, the the games that they play. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've also got these other. Um, tournaments and competitions that are all beginning to arise now from all of this collegiate level uh, activity, 
but a lot of it culminates here in Momocon. And so you're yeah. going to have these competitions and tournaments happening, not just on one day of the convention, but actually throughout the entire convention this time. So this is a big deal. You've Ooh. got individual participants. You've got different teams that are not just with colleges and universities, but professional esports uh, teams that are going to be participating. Mm-hmm. So it's a big deal. And then now, you said you're part of the, the, the TV and film industry. Correct. So you know how big the tax credit has Huge, been yes. right, in terms mm-hmm. of people coming to Georgia. Well, guess what? That also applies to the gaming industry. And so that's where we were able to go from five video game companies to 130-something, I think, this year. Are here. Are here in Georgia. And they're doing well. They're thriving. So the indie game uh, the indie game um, circles and, and environment is really good here. Mm-hmm. Also, Georgia has a different vibe than in California or in New York or in other places where you've got these video game companies where when they release a game, suddenly they fire everybody and then everybody goes and they're just kind of laid off. That doesn't happen here in Georgia because you've got more of a lifestyle. You've got more of um, more of a culture and people are much more collaborative here. And because of that, um, the gaming industry is expanding. And in fact, it's expanding so much that on this, uh, this Thursday, um, May 23rd, for the, for the first day of Momocon, mm-hmm. we're actually having a career fair. Uh, a career fair for the gaming industry, for various production studios that are in town. We're looking for designers. We're looking for writers. Um, neighborhood Studio will be there, which is my company. We do post-production. And so, for instance, you've got the tax credit, which is 30%. Well, right. guess what? There's an extra 5% for post-production to be done here in Georgia, which is what my company is going for. And so we're looking to expand as well, my company personally. I need everybody at this career <laughs> fair. Like, I, yes. I'm going to the career fair. Yes. I mean, this is crazy. Yeah, it's a huge opportunity. And so that's what the career fair is for between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. So there's a huge opportunity uh, with the gaming communities, um, with the production communities, with writers, with a lot of different industries that are involved. So, and, and this, I'm so glad you bring this up because... Yes. What do you foresee happening in the future in gaming? In your living room, or imagine in your movie room, okay? Uh, What's about to happen in the next 10 to 15 years is going to change media as we know it. Okay, here's a little bit of futurist speak for you. (laughs) Imagine the difference between black and white TV and color. Remember the difference, like that transition. Mm -hmm. Now imagine the difference between our generation and the next where somebody says... What do you mean you only used to watch TV on a wall, on one wall? Because it's going to be immersive. What's going to happen is imagine some kind of a big, massive subwoofer in the center of the room, and it's going to project on all four walls because we're starting to move into this 360-degree space. Okay. Right? So it's almost like a hollow room or a hollow deck where you're going to stand in the room or sit in the room, and the entertainment is going to happen in 360 degrees all around you. It's going to play out on all four walls hmm. all around you in your room. Or imagine, better yet, if it's animated and you're literally in Ponyville with My Little Pony, but it's 360, right? So you've got animation all around you. That's what's happening for the next generation. Oh, my gosh. My six-year-old niece would die. Are you kidding? I'm oh. dying. I can't <laughs> wait for that. And I I mean, I'm a, I'm, I'm a brony. So, but I got girls. I've got little girls and there we grew up go. watching My Little Pony. So. I understand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but my point is... Picture that, because that's what's happening with the next generation. That is the future of media. So 
from anyone aspiring aspiring to get into creative, uh, the creative industry right now, understand that's what you need to be working on. So you need to be working on uh, learning skills like Unity or Unreal Engine or Rhino or, um, you know what, uh, Google and Samsung and AT&T, all, they all have free programs where they're teaching people. Also, women who code, they have these different hack things that happen. I'm also a big proponent of um, uh, like women getting into the industry. Mm-hmm. We need that, right? You can't just have one side over another. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you've got all these different artists now that are coming back into it. There's a there's a booming industry for art and creativity, and especially as automation takes over the world, right? Yeah. So we need to be able to create more. And so imagine if you've got some kind of an immersive reality, like a, some kind of a room instead of the living room or the bedroom or the den. It's going to be your den, but it's going to be able to play out on all four walls. That's the future of creative media. And so you need to be working towards that, being able to draw for that, like animation, or being able to write for that, or being able to film that, or being able to record sound in 360 degrees. Hmm. So that's part of what the career fair at Momocon is all about, to tie things Listen, let's go to Momocon, everybody, okay? (laughs) Thank you so much. Absolutely. That was Atlanta-based voice actor Bob Carter. He's speaking at Momocon this weekend in Atlanta. We've posted details at thecreditspodcast.com. And that's it for us today. Our show is produced by Sean Powers, and Don Smith is our editor. The theme music is by MBB. I'm Kalina Bowler. You can reach us and subscribe to our podcast for free at gpb.org forward slash podcasts. If you have a moment, review and rate us on iTunes. We also want to hear from you. Do you work in the film industry? Tell us what you do. You can reach us at thecredits at gpb.org. Until next time, I'll see you after the movies.